We are. That was quick. Dang, Susa, you didn't fool around. Oh yeah, because you got access. You got access. Ooh, 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 ooh. Ah, uh, well, look at this. Let me send this. Uh, join us live for two minutes. Oh my goodness. I think we're waiting for uh, Mr. John Young to come on. Uh, what what an ending, huh? It would have obviously been amazing to see Annie make it to the end there, but we still got to see Tia prove why she is, man, the best. Stand by. I got to shut this door behind me. First of all, a huge, 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 massive, massive, massive thank you to uh, Rogue. What an amazing event. I'm sure I'm going to say some critical things um, throughout this podcast because that's what I do. But uh, Rogue was absolutely amazing. Uh, the field was beautiful. What's up, John? The, if, for whatever reason, they built that hill behind the uh, mini Zeus, the Zeus light. That was brilliant. Um, the weather was perfect. Uh, I mean, it was just, I really enjoyed all of the events. Um, there's tons of things I could be critical about, but I would give it a, as far as a, a CrossFit event, I'd give it like a five-star event. I thought it was really, really, really cool. Uh, so let us dig in. It's over. It's over. Hey, I, I can't tell if this is a professional event or not. Um, the price, the, uh, prize money says professional. Yes, yes, yes. But how about the babies? How about the babies in the Annie's baby in the bullpen in the bullpen? We okay with that? You okay with that? Yeah. Before the event's over, people like Tia are trying to, and Laura Horvath are trying to get their game face on. And there's fucking some kid, someone in there who can't, who shits their pants. They can be on the other side of the dugout. All right. All right. All right. Alrighty. I mean, Amanda Barnhart's getting interviewed right next to Tia, and Tia hadn't even gone yet. Right, 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 right. And, and, and I, it, yeah, yeah. I'm kind of a little more okay with that. I get that. And 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 I saw Tia sitting next to uh, having to deal with uh, the happy-go-lucky Vellner and Justin Medeiros. Um, their day was over, and Tia. But but I sort of see those as part of the ambiance um uh even better but i mean we've heard multiple people say rogue is way more nonchalant than the games that the games are so i mean it's just part of the vibe uh yeah absolutely uh, uh oh they do drug testing at rogue uh Pretty sure. Didn't Travis Mayer get drug tested before he? Uh, That's right. That's right. They had that thing on his arm. We saw that thing on his arm. That thing was pretty cool looking, huh? They just like put it on your arm. I'm guessing you push the red button. It extracts a few drops of blood and, and off they go. Mm-hmm. It would be cool right then and there yeah. if uh, if you knew that he tested positive. Like it's like, uh, uh, uh. Yeah, I think I think you're looking in the right place, Susan. I think it's in the, um, I think it is in the story. Hey, does the rogue does the rogue event have any like affiliate component? You know how the games has an affiliate component. Does the rogue event? And I'm not being critical. I'm, I'm just asking. How do you mean? Like, do they have like an affiliate lounge, or do they have like some sort of affiliate cup, or is there? I mean, like, like I don't think the CrossFit Games would be anything without the affiliates like if the affiliates went away the game's just fucking it's done no one gives a shit um or the vast majority you lose the base of the fan base um just like um i don't know i don't know if i want to go there anyway it we don't know there's nothing obviously standing out that the rogue event is also an affiliate that there's no affiliate component right no i don't think so i don't think so either just a thought, just a thought. By the way, I bought a new coffee machine. I went to Best Buy. 
slumming it. I know. Uh, d- d- is is Kiki taller than Gee? Did you see her interviewing him? I didn't. No. Uh, I don't know how tall Kiki is. Does somebody in the comments know? She was. Um, a, she looked a couple inches taller than him, and I w- and I was uh, shocked. I know Guillermo was five foot nine. At least that's what it says on this thing. Okay, so he doesn't he look taller? Like when you th- when I think of him, I think of a six foot man. He does, but I mean we've talked about his body before. He's uh, very. Skinny. We can't talk about it enough. By the way, we can't talk about very it skinny enough. in the middle and uh, but very muscular. So I think that makes him look taller than he really is. Um, the leaderboard. Interesting. Has the leaderboard been updated? Yes, they updated it quick. Okay, because. Uh, Okay. Wow. Okay. 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 Justin Medeiros is the champion. Pat Vellner, second place. Jeffrey Adler, third place. So, so at least Vellner didn't get his fucking whole day ruined. I mean, if he, if he would have gotten knocked out of second place, that would have been horrible because, because that was a pretty serious mishap, right? Yeah. I, uh, yeah. I mean, he would have been upset for sure. I think he was already upset, but. I mean, Justin had done so well in that event. I don't think he would have beat him anyway. So he could kind of take solace in that. All right. I'm sending a. I sent an invite to Justin and Patrick Vellner because I saw them sitting next to each other in the dugout. Um, Patrick said they have to do drug testing and something else. And I responded with perfect. That'd be awesome if he had his dick in one hand and holding his iPhone in the other. We would did a live. That would be a first. We could make sure that it's an authentic drug test. We could like double authenticate it. Um, any 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 disappointments uh, right off the bat? Are you, are you pretty happy? Did did they crown the fittest people who were at this these events? Justin Medeiros yeah. and Tia Toomey. Yeah, I think so. Uh, I mean, so I watched the YouTube video about Tia, the what's happening. And it did seem that Shane alluded to her doing bobsledding and training for Rogue. So all of her attention was not on Rogue. But I think it's kind of hilarious that everybody's upset. I mean, myself included, like, and let down that Tia is barely winning first place. Like, she still won first place, and it's kind of a down performance. Um, As far as letdowns go, I mean, Danielle Brandon kind of underperformed, but... I mean, I think 11th is where I had her in our original rankings. So um, let's see. Emma Carey, she looked like she was doing great and then kind of fell off. Other than that, um, we've alluded to Katrin already. Hey, and if it doesn't work out for any of these people, you know, barbelljobs.com. Check out barbelljobs.com, Katrin for a new vocation what about you Savon? Uh, no i thought it's 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 i mean it's the story I, I i actually really like it i don't know what's going on with tia it's interesting to say that she wasn't training for rogue does that mean she wasn't training for crossfit i doubt shane was making excuses i don't think you were saying that you were just alluding to the fact that she's doing multiple um, forms of training yeah um i we're, we're we just saw championship behavior again though from her Mm-hmm. I mean, like, I'm, I'm okay if I'm wrong in saying this, but Laura was better at that event, and Tia won it. And why did Tia win it? Championship mindset, championship push, championship focus, championship. I mean, it's just, it's just winner shit. So I don't yeah. even under, I don't even understand it, but like I witnessed it. I agree. I agree with you completely. Um, and same with uh, same with uh, um, uh, Medeiros. Uh, a, a special mention to Sam Quant. Sam Quant came on the scene as a very, very young man. We know last year uh, he got really sick. He's actually made it to the CrossFit Games. And although people poo-poo the games that year, and I understand why, it could also be seen as arguably the hardest year ever to make it to the Games. Um, it, it could be seen both ways. It was a really it was a really weird year. And as we get further and further away from it, I think it gives it more validity. At the time, I didn't give it much validity. Um, but I am really uh, impressed that he held his shit together. Um, he looked like Superman. He acted like Superman. And uh, in the most superficial uh, piece I want to throw in there is he took his shirt off at the very end so we could all take a sneak peek. And almost, and almost beat Geek. 
Yeah, yeah, exactly. Had exactly. a power event, and that's impressive. That's really impressive on itself. Yeah, there's some. Um, I made sure I wrote that down. There's some uh, athletes I obviously like to just fucking d- d- fillet and blow just nonstop. He is not one of them, but he deserves it. I mean, I, just awesome seeing him in the final event. Uh, at first, like you know, I was a little disappointed, um, but once the event started, I was like super happy to see him. I forgot that it wasn't like you know. By me not wanting him in there, I mean it wasn't it, it, it. There wasn't anything on the line, right at that point, except just man versus man, and that doesn't normally like that doesn't excite me until I see it going down. Because ideally, we would have had it Annie and like uh, Tia in the final. But same thing with them, with Laura and uh, Tia when they went in there. I forgot everything about the whole event, and I got really focused, or the whole Rogue Invitational as a whole, and just started focusing on the event. And uh, and and they um they gave the crowd what we wanted. And so quant deserves, uh, I mean, he went at it. He deserved it. Yeah. The bracket style was very fun. Um, when you got down to the top, the top five and the top two, the head to head is very, was very fun. I really wanted to see Justin Versky, but I think Sam did a really good job. Uh, you really wanted to see who say that again, Justin? Oh, 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 yeah, 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 Sam Quant. Yeah. Right, 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 right. Um, if I call him Quant, you call him Sam. I'm all confused. Uh, Gershwin says, "Oh, Sevon, I forgot to say they asked Gabby about the hill run with Tia. She said that when the commentator said Tia was kicking it in another gear, she just kind of fell flat because she tapped out. Oh shit! Where? So, um, that's interesting. When did they ask her that? Where did you see that interview? And and that's that's interesting. I'd like to hear Brian's take on that. Get, uh, Magawa cannot be getting influenced by what the commentators say. No, she can't. <laughs> she uh, she's at that level now. I'm surprised she can even hear the commentators. I feel like most of them just tune it out. Uh, Lane, uh, Chris uh, Corandino. Holy shit! I just realized Sevon is the Han Solo of CrossFit. That's better than I don't want to tell you what my what, what my other nickname was, but thank you. It was an awesome event, but not for a final. Oh, I thought the final was great, Hector. Wait, I, I'm concerned that it was so good that um, that it's going to be hard to ever top and that Dave won't use it because it wasn't his idea. The only I thing- would love to see that in the CrossFit Games. Oh, shit. Here we go. United Kingdom. You want to hear someone who sounds smart, but that's not? Hello, my English friend. It's only downhill when you have an accent like that. Go ahead. Hey, Devon. Hey. Life. Hey. Your Ireland friend. Oh, Irish. I apologize. Are you, are, you, are you ready for the mumbling and grumbling and groaning from Popper and probably Belmer a little bit as well? I, I feel that they're going to have something to say about uh, that last event. Uh, let me translate that for all the listeners into from Irish to um, English. He's saying, um, are you ready for Jason Hopper and Patrick Vellner to act like bitches because they lost? How dare you? How dare you say that about our CrossFit superstars? Well, well, here, let, let me pull you up on something else you said earlier. Could be not because someone who speaks English to explain Event 7. Um, I was actually from England, so maybe he was the best person to speak your adopted language. I hear you, kind of. Or it's really not your accent. It's the fucking connection is so bad, buddy. They've throttled back everything. I think the people running your phone company took the vaccine and they're having a stroke right now. And it's just, it's just like, it's just all breaking up. It's all breaking up. <laughs> Apologies. Uh, I think Belner and Hopper they both groan and complain the same amount, but Hopper doesn't mind looking like a talking kid, whereas Belner he likes to try and appear like he's nonchalant about it. But he, he moans and groans to play into as much, I think. Um, let me ask you this. Don't they have to do that so that they can come back and fight another day? Don't you have to – like like you – there's got to – someone should write like a, a flow chart of what losing is like. It's like at first you blame everyone else so that you can keep your head in the game and realize that you still have a chance to win – and then eventually you go back to the drawing board and realize that, that um, you still need to do something to make yourself better. Like there's like there's some like um, there's some like healthy steps to getting better, but that part of it it might be okay yeah. to do some like finger pointing as long as you, you as long as you you stop it at some point. 
I mean, especially in the yeah, fight I think, game, I right? Think guys, I think the guys will ultimately get back into the training and they'll know what they have to do and they'll hold themselves to account. But I think sometimes it's, it's healthy for your mindset to, to, uh, to get to bend a little and get a bit of uh, your upset out and point to someone else as long as you don't get hurt from it. Um, as long as you don't upset anyone too much, I think it's useful for them to, to just get rid of some of that negativity that they might have about, it, about the whole experience. Yeah. I would love to keep you on longer, but our connection is so bad that even your brilliant James Bond voice uh, isn't, isn't cutting it. <laughs> no problem. I appreciate you taking my call. Thanks, Devon. Yep. Later, brother. Thanks for calling. Wow. The show is getting so big that people just have this shit on speed dial or like they have it memorized. I hadn't even posted the number yet. You guys do not call that number on the screen. This is not a fucking live call-in uh, show. That's a live call-in number, but it's not a live call-in show. Do you understand? I do wish the last event for the guys was a little bit heavier after watching the women go. The I don't, but I like how you just jumped in there and you, you know that if you, I'm never going to let you talk unless you just jump in there. That, that was your best pacing so far, John. Just jump in. Oh, but I don't need it heavier. Why do you want it heavier? What You want to see a couple fails? You want to weed out yes, some guys because yes, it's too heavy? Yes, okay. Yes, okay. Because – if you watch, if you watch the women, they seemed way slower than the guys. Like just right off the bat, took it way slower than the guys. And the people who could cycle one forty-five touch and go three squat snatches shined even more because they were the only ones that could do it. And it was about five of them, and those were the girls that were sub one minute. Or the guys, I would say fifteen out of twenty all could do it sub one minute. And then it's an execution workout. It's not a, a fit, it's not about your fitness. You know, this should show like Guy was able to shine because he's that much better than everybody else. But the other people who are better at squat snatches, touch and go 225, that's all it would have had to be is just 20 more pounds. And it would have separated people even more and it would be less of an execution workout on the guy's side. Because if you missed one thing, if you tripped once, you were essentially done because it's an execution workout and it's less of ability. Because everybody could do it. I hear you. I'm not opposed to it, but I like the weight. I, I, and I did not think that until the women went. And like it became abundantly clear until when the women went that the people who could do it shined because because not everybody could. Oh, oh, OK. Then let me pose this to you. What about making the women's um, weight lighter instead of the men's weight heavier um, to get both of the stimuluses or to get the competition all on the same page? Lower the women to 135. I would rather the event be judged on their abilities than execution. That's just me. Mm. Mm. Uh, you, Vellner usually blames the events rather than his performance. Yeah, you know, I, I, just, I just can't see that. I'm not buying that from a champion. I'm guessing that eventually a champion has to go back and be like, okay, this is what I have to do. Um, John, can, can you dribble a a snatch like you can dribble a deadlift the way can you because gee i would have thought that everyone was cycling that bar fast except for the fact that i saw gee do it and then it, it like there was a so gee was not making contact he just went straight from the ground to overhead and he was fast enough he could get under it he would he didn't make contact with his hips like once it, oh, it was, I see what you're saying. You're saying in the pool, somewhere between the first and second or third pool, most people, the bar drags against your body or you do a bump. Well, you, you, do, you make hit contact. Yeah. That's how you can get under the bar because you give the bar momentum up. He literally just almost high pulled it and, and would just, as fast enough, he'd get under it. Is and that called like something? Like a, is that like a squat muscle snatch? It's not a muscle snatch because you're squatting. Muscle snatches, your knees aren't bending. It's just he just high pulled it. <laughs> right, right. So, so, so it, it's like a, no contact um, sumo deadlift high high pull, but into just, a snatch. No contact, no contact snatch. All right, all right. High pull overhead uh, snatch needed to be a clean um, hopper is trash. Uh, not that, not cool, Ryan. Twenty burpees, buddy. Not on this show. Not on this show. Everybody likes to hate on Hopper. He got seventh. He did fine. <laughs> Yeah, Dominic, um, John actually – let's let John talk about this because he mentioned this to me in a text during the event. So you would go lower than 70% women versus men here? Um, what does that mean? The women's percentage would be 70% – less than 
That's how I take it. Didn't you send I, me I something about that? Too, I think people get too hung up on percentages just because the original CrossFit started at 70%. Um, for general population, 70% is great. But Didn't for, you tell me it was 66 though? In the the sandbag was. The oh, sandbag. okay. And I the bet. sandbag was 66%. If you made the weight 66%, then it's across the board and the men would have been slower. But that sandbag for the women was 66% of the men, and it still made a difference. The women struggled way more than the men did. And it's usually not the case. It's usually the opposite. But for the workout stimulus, I want the workout stimulus to be the same is all I'm saying. They have people test these workouts. I don't care about percentages. I want the men and women to be the same stimulus. I don't make want to the women, make the workout. women's bar lighter, make the women's bar lighter. Um, uh, yeah, I, I want um, the, the, the women and men um, who apply for jobs at barbelljobs.com will get the same pay regardless of vagina or penis. It's, it's not this. This board is equality. Barbelljobs.com. Um, I th- the scrolling comments, I was bitching to you guys. It shows that I'm 49 year old jackass. I'm bitching to you guys about the scrolling comments on the side of my 90 inch beautiful uh, TV and yeah, finally yeah, Sousa has to be like dude you can turn those off man what a shit show those are let me tell you something if you're watching those scrolling comments you're an idiot those are those are like the bachelor or the bachelorette those that reading those will make you stupid your IQ will plummet do not leave those on it's idiot central it's not even fun they're not even good put downs I they were on for like over an hour at my house I didn't see one your mama joke it was pathetic uh is that final event uh-oh. Uh-oh. Is that final event the best CrossFit event we've ever seen in any competition? The best event or final event? Just best event, period. Is that was that the coolest? No. No, I don't think so. It tell me one that just pops up in your head right away that was better. I mean, I thought the Fibonacci final was pretty cool. Um, but that was mostly just because of the race at the end. I think workouts like the two, 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 three intervals, I think those workouts are really cool. As far as the coolest event go, I mean, I think first cut was the best CrossFit event. And if people go out there and try the first cut, it's extremely hard. It's very hard. What What are you talking about? What first cut? Um, in 2019, the very first workout they did. Four rounds, run 400 meters. Oh. Three legless rope climbs and then seven snatches with 185 squat snatches. Um. I think workouts like I, workouts that test complete fitness, I think, are better events than sprint workouts. Um, for all of you people who complain that I interrupt too much, and, and that's 95% of you, if I don't interrupt, we won't know what the fuck anyone's talking about. John's like the Fibonacci, the 2223, the 2019 first event. Like, like it. it uh, someone has to decode the shit that him and Brian says. So the rest of us knuckleheads can enjoy it or else the show, whole entire show. It's like talking to someone in the military. It's all in acronyms. You understand that he talks to us in shorthand and I have to, I have to break it down for the knuckleheads. Okay. And uh, also, also I'll say, I say, but, but what's that have to do with, isn't that a bias on your part that you like the workouts that test the full fitness? Like that was dope. What we just saw. Yeah. 100%. 100% it's a bias. And I, I think what we just saw was great. I thought it was a great event. Um, I do, but as far as like best event we've ever seen, I mean, I get more goosebumps watching Fraser clean 380 um, mm-hmm. when him and Panchet go at it. Or uh, I get as far as goosebumps go, like what did I just watch? That was awesome. I would say events like that are better than what we just saw. But as far as what we just saw, I do think it was a fantastic event. I thought it was very cool. And you know, and I will say this: if Velner did not miss that snatch. And say him and Medeiros were one and two, and we saw a race like – or Annie and Tia. That's a better one. Annie and Tia were one and two, and whoever won won the Rogue Championship. That would have been a Cinderella story of of an event. It probably would be the best event if that were to happen. Yes, I agree. Like that, a story like, I agree. like that can't happen unless you have events like this. Uh, from a narrative perspective, I absolutely 100% wanted Annie to be in the final with Tia and to win. That would have been because it was funny because my wife walks in the room and she's like, Oh, um, uh, Tia's winning by five points. I'm like, that's what the scoreboard said, but that's not the truth. She goes, what do you mean? I go, if they go to the finals, it's whoever (laughs) wins wins. And that, that was some, that was fucking awesome. Um, uh, Jim Cleesa, how does the CEO of CrossFit not know the events? I only do game shit to make money on YouTube off of you guys. 
I am an affiliate loving health conscious mofo. The games are a dangerous event that takes a beautiful lifestyle and bastardizes it and turns it into a violent, aggressive, shoulder injuring uh, young man's, young woman's game of stupidity. That's why I ride the assault bike and do front squats with a 40 pound D ball. I don't do this shit John Young does, try to figure out how old, how, uh, how strong I am. I got to give a shit. I got three kids. Oh, another five years will whoop any of your asses. Step into my house. Jim Cleese, I care about the games. So it's just money for my kids to take jujitsu and violin lessons. Um, I, I, the two best um, uh, uh, events of this of the Rogue Invitational was the Bella Complex and the final event. What, what, what were your favorites? And not only, not only, not only the best, but groundbreaking. Groundbreaking. The same way the Chester Bar pull up in two thousand nine was groundbreaking. I'm on a roll, huh, Susa? The same way the Chester Bar pull up in two thousand eight or nine was groundbreaking. That Bella Complex was ground groundbreaking, and this uh, bracket one is. I would it's say just, event three. Game changer. I would say event three in the last one. I enjoyed event three the most. Here we go again, guys. Fucking decode for us. Decode for us. I'm sorry. Uh, the twenty thruster, forty cal bike, twenty thruster workout. Oh, you're so old school. So I mean that's so it's I mean pain, that's good pain. that's so good but like that's so like just in the stadium and in Carson I, or I enjoy Madison. watching people suffer. Me too. Okay, I get it. Those are good. I agree. And you're right. And and neither of the ones I mentioned there's really any suffering. Yes or no? Discipline, Lord. Um. No, I mean it wouldn't mean much if she did. Like it, it'd be a. a a Wait, read the question. Read the question because a lot of people can't see it. Yeah, disappointed Laura didn't slash couldn't beat Tia at the end there. And so she's talking about the when Tia mm -hmm. and Laura went against each other at the final. Um, if she were to beat Tia, it would have been like 2018. She beat Tia in the final event in 2018. And it, I mean, she's still second place. Uh, Tia still beat everybody by a considerable amount. So not really. I, I'm not. I. I I don't know who I wanted to win. Like it would have been cool either way. But if it was it really, Annie. I'd be rooting for Annie. I get that. For, for um, but for, but it's so cool just to see Tia just be like, it's so great seeing Jordan dunk. I mean, and that's what Tia did. Like she wasn't supposed to win that. Who Tia? Um, yeah, I mean, I mean, Laura was better at those three, all three of those things. She she was she was cycling the jump ropes faster. She was cycling the bar faster, and she was she picked up the bag easier. And basically, she just made uh, some tiny little errors. She got to the rope slower. She got transitioned to the bag a little bit slower, and and, and Tia took advantage. And it was kind of in the um, maybe you could I'd have to go back and look, but it was in the transitions. You could even say that Tia won. And then, of course, the sprint. We know Tia is faster. Yeah. Uh, Sevon, please tell Brian and John now already to make themselves available for Mayhem Desert, Dubai, Wadapalooza events. Uh, so just so you know, so Brian came on the show as a complete nobody. Now he's got like 5,000 Instagram followers and like he's like Sevon eat a dick, you know. John is still like thinks I'm fucking amazing. Can't believe I'm including him in the show. I think I can milk a couple of these events off of him before he wakes up and or his head gets too big like uh, Brian's does. But, but we'll see. But thank a couple you. thousand followers away from uh, tell me, yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, okay. Um, what what Adler deserves an award this weekend? The reason why is because, um, I had no interest in ever having him on the show before, and now all of a sudden, why do hey, I want I told him on? you, I said Adler was going to be top five, um, and you thought it was a mistake, and Brian thought it was a mistake, and I knew Adler was going to thrive in this. Adler is he's sneaky way fitter than you think what award should he get if, if we were giving um most uh, i would say most underrated or un most underrated or improved okay <laughs> and, and don't, don't, don't put me on blast like that <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, i love it i love it i love it uh I, I, I want to talk about Travis Mayer, but I don't think I'm emotionally ready to. He did um, very good. You think he did? Okay, good. Okay, then I am emotionally ready. Tell me. He got sixth in the whole competition, and I'm pretty sure that's better than me or Brian had him. 
Um, but as soon as the events came out, I knew he was going to do well. Um, let's see. He beat Jason Hopper. Jason Hopper was seventh. Uh, he would have beaten Guillermo if Guillermo didn't have a home run event um, as the last event. So, I mean, as you know, he's fifth through six, five, six. I mean, that's a success for him. He's usually 10th at the games around nine through 11, nine through 12 at the games. So it's a solid improvement from him. People like um, Chandler Smith, Saxon Panchik, Cole Sager. These these people tend to beat Travis Mayer in these type of competitions, and they did not this time. I thought Travis did phenomenal. Okay, so here's my concern. I hear you, and I want to believe you, and I want to be like, yeah, yeah, good job, good job, Travis. Here's the part that's uh, here's the part that's hard for me. Vellner, okay, I can tolerate Vellner being ahead of him. Madaris, okay. Jeffrey Adler, okay. Uh, Bjorgvin, Carl Goodmanson, okay. But this fucking rookie, one-trick, one-fucking pony from fucking flew up from the most southern tip of the planet Earth, Guillermo. Can I? eats my boy, Travis Mayer. And Guillermo's supposed to just be a one-trick pony. And look at him. Look at him. Travis is one of the most well-rounded crosses in the world. Listen, listen, listen. And that makes me think that Travis is like, oh, shit. I mean, that's got to get in Travis's head, right? I don't think so. Because there's, there's seven events. Seven events in this competition. And originally, this is why I had Guillermo so low. Do you see that 19th place? It's very glaring. Do you see yes. it? Yes. Yep, yep. So he's got a first place and a 19th place. I expected him to have his home run event and then a, an event where he's going to be near the bottom or last. And then all the rest of the events, I expected him to do 8th through 12th, just right in the middle of the pack. Because in a seven-event contest, he shouldn't have two home run events. It should be one home run event. Instead, he got two. So if you make that first place in the last event our 10th place, that's a difference of 45 points, and he would have been right around – he'd be under Jason Hopper. He'd be eighth place, eighth or ninth place. But he got two home run events. So you're saying a little home cooking from Mr. Froning, a little home exactly cooking. Exactly what I'm saying. Rich Rich, Rich <laughs> did this off so he could be high. No, no, that's not what I'm saying. But – the last event was a sprint event, and the second event was a max out event. Typically, in six to seven event competitions, you'll have one max out event, one long endurance event, and the rest are CrossFit. He got two home run events, and he—I didn't expect that to happen. That's why I didn't—I didn't expect that to happen. But he did. He capitalized when he where he's supposed to, and this is you know Guillermo's best result, and he killed it. But I, if you're Travis, typically. In a seven-event contest, he's not going to have two home run events. Um, that's a great observation, um, and it makes me feel better. Uh, uh, the reason why you guys listen to this show is because of things that I'm about to tell you. You don't know that's why you listen to it, but I'm about to tell you. Uh, Gee, when you have Gee on your podcast, listen up, podcast people. For some reason, all the shows he's on, the clicks get three times the money as anyone else. So, so all podcasters. So, so anything that I may have said to offend Gee, I apologize in advance. The guy, for some reason, I, I don't know if it's because Brazilians, I, I, but I'm, I'm saying something that's true here. If you look at our, when we look at our analytics, Susan and I, there's this this weird thing. He can have one third the views with one third the time as someone else, but it's the same amount of money. So, uh, any podcasters out there who think twice before you talk shit about Gee because you want him on your show because it makes it makes loot. Student. I think it's just because people want to see stuff that they haven't seen before. No, I think it has to do with the fact that he's from Brazil. It's the clicks coming from that? Brazil. Oh, oh, I see. What you're do you know saying. what I mean? What I'm saying is, is yeah, clicks on that. a. Yeah. Okay, so sorry. Let me say it a little more clearly. Clicks on a gee video. Oh, here we go. Wad Zombie. It's the Brazilian viewers, just like the rogue broadcast comments. Yeah, those yeah. viewers though are worth more money than North American viewers, is what I'm saying. So like I was comparing like him and John Berzink and uh, when they were on the podcast and their podcasts were tracking basically the same, but it was three times the amount of money we were making off of Gee, off of that video, and and and, and we noticed that first at the games something weird, really weird happened at the games when we had him on. So, uh, Gee's and I tell you um, what, is, if yeah. he if he fixes his aerobic capacity, which he's in a great place to do that at Mayhem. Uh-huh. I love it. I'm talking about you're so good, John. Get us back on track here. Get us back on track. Yes. If he fixes his aerobic capacity. Like, I mean, he's in a great place to do it with mayhem. 
if he starts getting on the podium, because that's his only hole. It's a glaring hole and it's huge. But if he starts to fix that, he's only going to get better. And then he's, you know, he, he gets, if he starts giving Maderos a run for his money and he can get fit enough to be in the top three atmosphere, he'll only get more, more followers, more following. Uh, um, and, and you know what, uh, uh, not to discredit and take anything away from rich. Cause at the top of the pyramid obviously is rich, but maybe Haley Adams is that piece that he needs. Maybe she, I mean, because they're polar opposites. Yeah. God knows she's impressive. Yeah. Uh, yes. So that's funny. You say that Gershwin Sevon, how about buying John a professional mic and headset? I don't know about the, uh, headset. I, I have to talk to uh money bag Sousa over there, but I actually told Sousa today. I was like, Hey, I think it's time that we invest. Um, oh, Hey, Hey, I got a answer to this. So Teddy Williams, do you know, Teddy Williams? Look, he's already interrupting me. He definitely needs a mic. Yes. I know Teddy Williams. He is giving me a, a mic on the house uh, that he has laying around. He's giving me a, a blue Yeti. I think that's what it's called. Um, and my wife is picking it up next Friday. Wow. Does he live by you? He lives in St. Louis and I live in Southeast Missouri. So it's like two hours away. Wow. Um, I bet you it's cheaper at the price because of the cost of gas and time to just order one. Well, she's, she's working up there. So oh, it, okay. it works out. She's going to go to their gym. It's like 10 minutes away. Uh, um, Steel city, blue city. Paul K really that that that's a desperate move, Paul, and and I and I love desperation. Two dollars, Paul K. Rich will do for Gee what Matt did for Medeiros. I saw that, but I don't even know what that means really, so I didn't read it. But since you paid two bucks, I'll read it. Whore. Yep, that's me. Um, Haley Adams will teach Gee a lot what he needs to get better from capacity standpoint. I mean, he knows I mean, he knows what he needs to get better at. It's not that he doesn't know. It's just the process of putting in the time and getting better at it. Uh, lesson from Mertens. Mertens. Whoever wants to put in the time, they'll get it done. Get him a mic and some milk, Ryan Sansom. Why milk? <laughs> uh, Kiki is taller than Gee. Uh, the most viewers I saw was 55,000. Um, but I didn't check. That was at the end of the woman's event on the YouTube stream. That's pretty impressive. Um, do, did anyone see a bigger number than that? Did anyone uh, look while the men were going to see what the some of the biggest numbers were? That was the biggest number I'd seen for the whole weekend also. No. Um, uh, that rope, that heavy rope, at one point, did I? was that the first that that rope has ever been seen? I thought I heard the commentator say that it was a new product Rogue put out, that it's different than the other heavy ropes. Do we have I'm any not sure. I know, I know the handles are heavy, but we've seen heavy handled ropes before. Right. Um, but, yeah, I heard them talk about that, too, and I'm not sure if that's a new rope or not. Um, China Cho is also talking about it, saying that people need to buy one. So it wouldn't surprise me if it's a new one. Wow, $129 for a rope. Whew. Yeah, it's pretty. Uh, Annie was eliminated. The commentators weren't saying anything about first place being over, treating the audience like children pathetic. I'm not sure what you mean by that, but what you mean is like they were trying to keep the hope and the tension alive. Juan Lamb, I saw 7,000. I know, but I'm t- – oh, here we go. Here we go. 57. Uh, 57,000, Dina McCarthy. Okay. Oh, maybe Juan meant 57 too. He just dropped the five. I feel like Matt is getting more kudos for Adam than Medeiros. X, I mean – let's just leave Matt out of it. And you're right. Adam, uh, Neifer is, uh, I mean, shit. Is he coming that's, on? That's his coach. I mean, I've been sending so many people links. Um, <laughs> and everyone's like, got excuses. Like they, they're getting drug tested or just what, whatever, whatever. Uh, we talked the pedestals. Um, crazy beautiful looked great on the screen um pretty fantastic design that's that steel plate i'm curious how much that just the pedestal weighed but did you expect that problem that we saw happen a couple of times i don't think i ever saw it happen with the men but with the women we saw like three or four times Couldn't get they, would, they would pick up the bag and it would hit underneath the the pedestal the top of the pedestal 
Yeah, I mean, if you, uh, it, it, I'm getting ready what, to say something sexist. Please tell me you saw some men do it too. <laughs> I, I really didn't see any of the men do it, but if, oh. you, watch, if you watch Strong Man, this I'm is going to get canceled. Going to get canceled. Okay, so you've seen men do that. Yeah. Okay, good. All right, then I won't say it. The it weighed a little bit more than 250, but yeah, it happens. It's see, so the way the I'm sure you noticed it. The way the bags were placed facing the pedestal. There was two methods. Well, everyone picked up the bag, I think, the exact same way. They picked it up so that the 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 they I don't know how to explain it, but if you were if it, let's say the bag was a hot dog, you paced it you picked it up facing the long end. But when you approached it, they had it turned so that the skinny end was facing you. And so some people would actually take their hands and spin the bag uh 90 degrees. But other people, and I think these were the smart ones, picked the bag up from the side. And it was one less movement and then to rotated their body once it was up. Why? How is that an easy mistake to make to pick up the bag and hit the bottom of the pedestal? Or is that what I think it depends? I think it depends on your body type, because if you can't reach around to grab the whole the whole bag, then you need to grab the skinny side and you need to uh, kind of sit it on your legs before you can get it up. Um, So Colt Mertens would have grabbed the skinny side. I think so. Yeah. Cause just cause he couldn't hold on to the sides. It's, oh, it's not, man. it's just, it's simple anatomy. And, and, and you're saying when you did that, it was more likely to hit the underneath of the, of the table. Cause you had more sticking out um, like underneath the pedestal. No, 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 no. It, it, it's just, it's one movement. Whenever you do grab it from the sides, it's just one movement. You don't go to your knees first. So the bag is just a little bit more unstable. You don't have a hold of it as good, but mm-hmm. if you can get it in one movement, it's faster. But if you have to go to your, uh, you know, legs, knees first, and then lift it up, it's uh, safer, but it takes more time. Uh, Ryan Sansom, what was the prize money for first place? Uh, Two hundred and fifty thousand. What about that Bitcoin thing? It's it's with it's with that. Okay. Hey, Matt, what if they would have bought that that Shiba one? Did you see that one where if you invested a thousand dollars in it, you'd be a billionaire? Uh-huh. Have you seen that article going around? It's nuts. 256,000. Okay. Um, Gershwin, 50 people currently watching the CrossFit podcast, 294 watching Sevon. Uh, that's interesting because I think they have like 2 million subscribers. So that means when they go live, they, I think it sends out a million emails. Uh, do you guys get emails when we go live? How do you guys know? How, how does anyone know that we go live? Um, as far as I know, um, Justin spent a week with Fraser, uh, Gee is practically living with Froning. Yeah. And I think Justin also to be, to be really fair, I think Justin and Adam also spent a week at mayhem. I think that they, I think Justin's all, do we know that? I think Justin Medeiros has spent time training. Uh, he went there for a week, but it was like, uh, a invite to a lot of people to come and he just was, and he just was one of them. It was a, I'm pretty sure it was a, what's rich doing kind of a camp. Okay. Okay. Um, I have a, I have a note here about Murad jogging across the finish line. Uh, wondering if that was a mistake. I, I don't even really recall why I wrote that. Uh, Guy setting his bag on the pedestal. I really liked how Chase kept pointing that out when people set their bag on the edge of the pedestal. Uh, that, that was, yeah, I was waiting for one of them to fall off. Um, and none of them did. How many people in the stands? I don't know. They said it sold out. So however many tickets were available. It didn't, it didn't, it didn't look sold out. No, <laughs> no, it, it didn't. There, there, I don't think there were as many tickets as there were seats, seats in the stadium. Yeah, I don't like, know why. Don't like, know like why. the six foot rule. That was like, uh, well, it wasn't even in the stadium. The sections were empty. Like yeah. when the camera would show all the sections, there wasn't a single section that was full. Yeah. I'm not sure. For those of you who have not been to the CrossFit games and I have not been to a rogue invitational. Um, it, when you go inside the venue, it is not only sold out, but it's jam packed and it is so loud that you don't feel, um, uh, not not feeling safe is a little bit heavy-handed, but it is freaking loud. I mean, it is so loud it hurts your ears. Like your ears will ring after going to the final day at the CrossFit Games if you're inside the stadium. And uh, I, 
I, I figured that it was in Austin, right? This Rogue Invitational. Yep. I figured it would be jam packed. I wonder if they were on sort of uh, on some sort of guidelines. Austin's a huge town for CrossFit. I wonder if because of COVID, there was some sort of like limit on how many people they could have in there. Maybe I went in 2019 into uh, Columbus, and it okay. seemed like it seemed like there were more people there than there were at this one. And and didn't Rogue build a venue for this event? Yep. Yeah, man, I would love. I'd love to see that venue. Hey, um, while you have this up, Matt, uh, Matt, pull that back up again. This is where is the finish line? Where it? Where is the finish line? Do you know, John, for sure? Is it that rubber mat where the coolers are? Or I think is it's it- where the wide starts. Yeah, at times you could actually see like where the tip, the chip timing thing is, and Bellner's good to watch because he usually knows exactly where it is. Same with Hopper when he slid. Yeah, they'll stick their leg out. Thing. You see, and when yeah. they went go to slide, they slide at the white line. Yeah, okay. so that's where the timing chip ends, and that's the most important. That's the technical thing. Okay, that makes sense. Uh that's all I got. I, I uh, it was a long. I'm not gonna lie, it was a long weekend for me. It was long. I, I'm. Uh, I was tired. I'm, I'm glad today's over. I'm glad it's like Halloween. I get to hang out with my kids. Friday and Saturday were long. Were they long for you? I was tired. Yeah, it was hard to find time to work out. To be honest, that was my only problem. <laughs> you have high expectations for your workouts. That's why. I guess. Does anyone know what they did with the T-shirts that all the male athletes signed? They were busy with it while they. I think I saw in a wide shot them throwing it into the crowd oh i want to know who got that shirt um the games weren't that loud this year a lot of monster energy dickhead types who don't cheer (laughs) i got a lot to say on that too um wow old man doesn't have much fitness try some crossfit sevon bam dude it's just it's just i'm not used to watching tv stop laughing susan it's not funny i don't watch tv so watching all that TV just sat me of my energy, lowered my T count. Um, anything else we want to leave these guys with? Um, you want to ask them if they have any questions? Do you guys have any questions? Um, none of you guys will see John now for another. Uh, I don't know. You might have people come on like within the week. That oh, that's right. I forgot. Look at him. Look at him. See what I did? I just threatened him a little bit, and he's vying for positioning. And Joe Bracamonte. Hey, is that one of your clients, uh, Souza? Oh, that, thank you, Joe. That's an that's my favorite number, too, $27.99. You demand. Um, let me see who we have on this week just real quick. Tomorrow morning, 7 a.m., we have Jason Hopper. Tuesday, we have... Tuesday, I think we have Emily Abbott. I don't see her on the calendar yet, but that's good to go, right, Souza? Yes, Emily's confirmed. I'll put it on there in the news. And show. um, and my words, or sorry, her words, not mine. It's going to be pussy talk. The power. I think. I mean, now I'm phrasing, but it's the power of the pussy and the power of the. Um, she didn't call it the pussy bowl, the pelvic bowl. Yeah, I know. I know, Liz. I, I, pelvic pelvic I, floor I, is what I'd probably guess there. No, no, she didn't say pelvic floor. It's pelvic bowl. I know. My wife tried to correct me, too. Eat a dick, uh, Sousa. Uh, um, uh, yeah, I will try to get Emma Emma carry on. Emily will eat you alive. I know. I I'm, I'm, I, I have some personal um, issues with uh, Emily, like good ones. Like, like, I hope, like, what if I, like, she comes on the show and I freeze. I have some concerns i've always been a huge uh fan um but i'm excited about it uh, she's doing a workshop on november 5th and um i reached out to her and asked if she'd come on the show and talk about the workshop so that's pretty cool then in the evening on tuesday we have um kate uh the great kate gordon and um uh the um the crossfit trainer james hobart uh, on Wednesday, we have Michael Todd, uh, one of the greatest arm wrestlers to ever live. He competed against Devin Lorette uh, a couple months ago. He's been around forever. Um, he's got a pretty uh, big following, and he's a really cool dude, charismatic guy, uh, super athlete. Um, then on the 4th, uh, we have Ian uh, Gary. It says he's not yet confirmed, but he's a UFC fighter who's fighting on the amazing card this weekend. 
uh, which is has Gaethje and Chandler fighting, um, and, and and Rose Nama 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 Namagunas Namahunas. Uh, and on Friday we have Lindsay. Do, do you know Lindsay's last name? Is it Vasquez Valent Valent? What's Valenzuela? No, different Lindsay from from Birth Fit. Anyway, it's one of one of my favorite subjects is uh, mama talk, babies being born, kids, um, the whole birthing process, the gestation period. I, I love all that stuff. It was it's it's actually one of the best things about having a a, a kid is watching your wife uh, grow the baby. Um, it's it's truly fascinating. Is Brian on the one for with Hopper tomorrow? I think so. Are you around? I'm at school. Monday oh. and Tuesday, I can't do anything. Just do that. Just put, just sit in the back and put plugs in. This software is so amazing. You could do this from, um, you sound like Vellner with your fucking excuses, John. Um, Volkanovsky part two. Um, God, that would be great. Lauren Fisher would be great. Sarah. So I got great news about Sarah. The, the good news is is um, she gave me her phone number, so we're actually texting back and forth. We're not going through the DMs anymore, and we're not going through – Sousa dropped the ball with his her, his agent. Sousa and the agent were talking. They couldn't get that shit signed, so I went straight to the source, straight to the source, Sarah Sigmund's do- daughter. And um, she's super busy this next week. I told her that she could tell me with 30 minutes notice that she can come on. And me and John would come on, <laughs> unless John's in class, of course, because he's got his hey, priorities. Stephon, is, your, is your mom's name Rosemary? Hey, careful, buddy. She just careful. followed me. I'm just <laughs> five hundred and one followers. <laughs> five hundred and one followers. <laughs> oh God, you guys, this is so fun. Thanks for doing this. Um, sorry to be a spoiled brat and complain about being tired. Um, what about trying to show for the? Oh, dude, I need to get China on. I'm gonna. I, I, he did great this weekend. I, I um, China looked uh, hot. She sounded smart, and her hair looked good. And her right arm had like a vein on it. And I'm, I was like, I was digging her. I was really, really, really digging uh, her on the broadcast. So uh, kudos to Freddie. Good job putting a ring on it. And I think we're out. Liz Tuesday. No, no, not Liz Tuesday night. I don't think we have Liz Tuesday night. Liz? No, we have Emily. We, we have a uh, um, uh, get Greg. Well, I am going to get Greg Glassman. Who's responding to this comment about the news? That was Liz. Oh, oh, there's too many comments coming in. Short circuit in my brain. Who's just on it? No, no, it's not just because China is hot. I, it's, uh, that's like just the bonus. It was really well, and she, and she, she, she sitting next to Pat Sherwood. Anyone looks hot, but um, her voice, man, she was killing it. Something about her voice. She, she, I mean, it was casual and yet professional. I dug her. Brooke ends. Oh yeah, shoot. I'll reach out to her. I'll. I should definitely reach out to her and see if she wants to come on. That's an easy show. I like people like her. She'll. She's a chatty Kathy. She talks up a storm, and I can just kick it. Uh, all right. I have to pee so bad. My eyes are turning yellow. All right. Till next time, Savon.